You are listening to the Baby You've Got This podcast. My name is Kim Kent. As a health and mindset coach, speaker, and business mentor, my deepest passion and purpose involves empowering and educating women to up-level and transform their mindset so they have the courage, guidance, and belief to achieve their goals and create more success and abundance in their life. You can count on me to be raw, real, and authentically truthful as you listen in today. I love to push beyond the comfort zone and I truly believe that everyone is capable of stepping into their greatness. If you are looking for the tools, the strategies and the inspiration to overcome the things that are holding you back, then you have come to the right place. You can visit my website www.abundanceclub.net to learn about my beautiful online coaching and membership program called Abundance Club. I'm excited to chat with you today as every episode is guaranteed to bring you my fun, crazy, but caring self. Well done for pushing play today. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for this episode. I am with gorgeous Eloise and I'm going to introduce her in just a second, Um, but I just want to welcome any new listeners. Welcome, welcome. I'm so grateful that you have jumped on today and listened and chosen this episode Um, and welcome back to my lovely, solid, ongoing listeners you know you, you're in for a treat so I've got the beautiful Eloise Smith here and she is um, I'm going to give her my version of an intro but she's going to intro herself because <laughs> I know baby you could do it so much better than me but Eloise is um, she's a social media queen she's the Instagram queen she does all things from social media management to uh, support education she's full of it oh, like all of her stuff online is so empowering um but Eloise let us t- give us a rundown and welcome welcome to the podcast thanks for having me that was pretty good I mean I got called a queen twice so I'm happy with that <laughs> but, but yes so I'm Eloise I'm an Instagram coach and I provide Instagram services to businesses so I do Instagram management um, content creation and then consulting and coaching as well um, so yeah that's pretty much what I do as a business I'm also a dog mum to two beautiful golden retrievers which I think is probably like 50% of the people that follow me on Instagram are just there for the dogs and I don't blame them because they're the best um and yeah that's me I'm a beach mum I'm pretty like down to earth and chilled and yeah uh, I love what I do I love that I get to help businesses every day and I just love giving out advice about Instagram and helping businesses to elevate elevate their presence and do Instagram well and really nail it love it See, much better than I could ever put together. Um, and guys, what I find really cool is, so Eloise and I, we're, we're this friendship that I connected with Eloise. It was when you first started. I would just happen to be one of, like, you just started your account and I only just really got into Instagram. Like, I, st- I still am such a noob at it. I still- I don't know if that's the right word, Instagram news. Um, and I remember um, seeing your account and we like interacted quite a bit and then we bumped into each other. Like the best way I can explain it is like, it's like we knew each other, but we never met. And then when we bumped into each other, we recognised each other straight away, but we've only connected on Instagram, but it's not like we're Instagram besties or anything. It's just... No. Yeah. 
it's even like before we got on, we were having a chat beforehand and it just really feels like our energies are very aligned and it was just like, boom, it was like we're fr- we are friends beyond just the gram because it just connected so well, even yeah. though we've literally not caught up in person other than bumping into each other. But I really like it when that happens. And it just shows that when you put your personality out there on Instagram or social media and it's authentic and congruent with who you are, then it's just going to just um, work. work in real life too yeah. yeah yeah that's what i think i'm like oh yeah i feel like we've been friends for ages so we did we jumped on <laughs> we were technically supposed to start recording oh, 20 minutes ago and we were chatting and we're like oh my god this is such good content for the podcast why are we recording now so we're like okay we have to stop our catch up and like actually get recording um yeah i love it so and yeah it's been about two years now we've um been in each other's lives yes. <laughs> I love saying it yes and um I wanted to grab um Eloise and get her on this ep- um this show this show podcast I don't know what people call it um oh by the way Eloise I didn't give you a disclaimer my fo- my listeners know that I go on tangents I don't get my words right I swear and sometimes I sing you know when you sing words at the end of a sentence so oh. Don't worry, I'm a total dork. I will do things like that as well. Perfect. So you don't have to. I get a lot of people who come on and like, oh, my gosh, I might swear or I might ramble. I'm like, mate, you fit the description perfectly. I ramble and I swear a lot. So get ready, guys. Get ready. <laughs> we had. I actually had an interview with one of my coaches last week and she swears too. And I think when I mention it, so touch wood, let's see if, what I say saying this actually works but we realized that we said we swear a lot so that whole episode we didn't even swear so maybe it's like a uh, whatever that thing is if you say it then it doesn't happen so we'll see we'll see we'll see (laughs) we'll just laugh at ourselves and go on tangents um yeah like we already have like we already have so baby you've got this this is this podcast like guys if you've been listening and following along you've seen this podcast evolve it's been a year we have been it's about a year that we've been recording well, i've been recording and i'm just so pumped because i know the content now compared to a year ago is fucking incredible there we go i did swear um, it is fucking incredible and i think you've come in at a good time um eloise because i know what you've got to share is amazing and you know your audience and my audience all needs to hear this stuff like us as women um, it's about bringing the things that are hidden behind the curtains that aren't, don't get talked about enough. It's time to expose them. And I create a normality, I think, is what I've been saying a lot lately, actually. It's like, oh, why don't we never talk about this? Let's make it normal. Let's create a normality mm-hmm. of it. I don't even know if that's the right grammar, but whatever. So we're going to talk about, um, I know the theme is a little bit about self-worth, which has been a big topic actually the last couple of months with the babe you've got this podcast and at the end of the day babe you've got this it says it in the name so we're going to talk a bit about I remember you said you're like I don't have just one baby you've got this moment um, and you can't choose so we're going to chat more about like your experience in life and as a business owner and how it's all kind of it's been one big journey for you Absolutely, yeah. When you ask me the question, like, what's your, babe, you've got this moment, I'm like, I can't even 
I can't even choose one because there's been so many. But what I did realise is that they all have this same reoccurring theme. So in those moments, like I can think of three really solid moments in my life. Um, one is happening right now. I'm in it right now, but I'm just, I can't really talk about it right now. Um, so yeah, there's that. But then there was starting my business. And when I was a lot younger as well, I had some serious issues with body image and self-esteem and that sort of stuff. And all of this comes back down to self-worth and valuing myself and loving myself and focusing on really being me and loving who I am as a person. So, um, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I don't even know where to start. But it's like the theme is still reoccurring. And I guess the thing, going back to when I was really young, um, I used to have really, really, really bad body image issues. Like there were times when I, it was pretty much undiagnosed eating disorder. Um, there were times when my parents and my sister would threaten to take me to the hospital because I just didn't look after myself. I had really, really low self-worth and low self-love. And I can remember being as young as 10 and starving myself. Like I remember going to school and sitting, like I still have such a vivid memory, like sitting down at lunchtime and my friends all had their lunches and I didn't have anything because at the time I had to make my own lunch. My mum worked, she was very busy and I had to make my own lunch, which I know sounds ridiculous as a 10 year old, but I did. And so in my head, that was my opportunity to be like, yes, I can take control of this. Now I don't have to eat. Like I don't have to eat because I don't have the food anyway. So I remember being that young and that obviously just went through high school and teenage when all of those, like you go through teenage, like high school and it sucks. Like it's such a hard time anyway. So yeah, I had these really bad issues. Um, then I got into exercising and fitness and I thought I was healthy and I had this, like I'd go to the gym, like, for three hours a day and I'd eat like a can of tuna a day. And I thought that that was like, at the time I genuinely thought that was me being healthy because I was looking after my health and fitness. I cared about how I looked and my physique and stuff like that, but it was coming from such a self loathing place. It wasn't coming from a self love place. Like if you love yourself, you nurture your body, you eat the right foods. You don't exercise for three hours a day. Um, and yeah, so that, that was from, you know, 19 to my early 20s. And I got to my early 20s and I did a lot of work on myself. I started focusing more on intuitive eating and caring about, thinking less about how I looked, but how I felt. And I guess I thought that I had done all the work on that. Like, I honestly thought I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I love myself now. Like, I'm... I know my worth and I know who I am. And then I started a business <laughs> and the whole self-worth stuff came up again, but in just a completely different capacity. So yeah, it was like started a business and uh, it just made it come up in a different way because you start, you doubt yourself in every move. Like you really do. When you start a business, you have so much self-doubt around it and you, 
you don't think you're good enough. I didn't think that I could do it. I didn't expect to be successful. And in when that all came up, I was like, what the heck? No, I, I'm good with this stuff. Like I do value myself now. And it, it showed up in things like undercharging for clients or, um, yeah, just having that imposter syndrome and all that sort of stuff, which I'm sure as a business owner yourself, you can, you can understand that too. Yeah, I'm like here nodding. I always forget that this is just audio, not like we're looking at each other now on video, but you guys are listening to audio and I'm like nodding and agreeing and thinking like, <laughs> well, part of this conversation, but yeah. Um, I want to share on that because, you know, I'm six and a half years in building my own business and I think at every level when we promote ourselves in our business and life, like we want to go to the next level, no matter how much we've worked on ourselves, it's that new, like it's a devil at every level. So it's that next level of doubt and we have it, right? We have to have it because if we didn't have doubt at the new level, we would be the millionaire or we would be the, the Richard Branson or the Beyonce. They're my two like male, female, <laughs> epic people in business right the pedestal (laughs) yeah (laughs) um we would already be there and the only reason we see people beyond us or more successful than us is they've dealt with the i'm not good enough at that level already or at those levels going through so it's so i think a good point from this is no matter how much work we've done on ourselves, if we want to continue to grow there's going to be the next level to grow through so that's the next level of uh, self. It's like peeling back the layers of the onion, and if it's a self-doubt onion, you worst analogy, but you go <laughs> it's working. Yeah, each layer as you get to the core is a deeper level of how much you've got to be- like work on that self-belief and overcome the doubt. So yeah, and I think that's something that I've really learned lately, um, especially with the other stuff that I'm going through at the moment. It's like, oh my god, you, self-love isn't a destination it's a ongoing journey that literally never stops you don't just one day and I think I hit 25 and I thought I'd gone through all that body image stuff and I was in a good place and I loved myself and I was like yeah that's it I'm done like I've done all the work but then things come up the universe puts other challenges in your way or opportunities because I see my business as a huge opportunity I see every even the challenges are opportunities because lessons come from it but it's like these things come up because guess what self-love doesn't just there's not an end goal it's going to be a continuous thing and learning to love yourself accept yourself and be you know sovereign in your own energy and who you are it's it's an ongoing thing and I think when you become complacent and you're like yeah I'm good I've got this that's when it's like, hang on a second, girl, you still got to do some growing. Like there's still stuff that you need to learn. There's still some lessons here. And that's when stuff comes up and yeah. The unexpected, it's just, the unexpected yeah. comes up. Yeah. The very unexpected. <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it's just, I think we need to get out of this headspace of it being like, oh, once it's done, it's done. Because I think almost like, that's the message we get told by society or media is that it's like, you know, self-growth and once you're there, you're done. Like once you're, you've reached self-love, you're good. But it's like, no, it's going to continue. Like it has to be an ongoing thing. Like you can't just stop. 
you have to keep working on yourself all the time it's so funny you bring up that part about it being a journey not a destination like i'm a big believer mini tangent here in synchronicities and alignment um and it's happening all around us but when we actually are in alignment we notice the synchronicities so in my um i know you know about it but all the listeners you guys would have known anyway like i run abundance club which is a, a weekly it's online group coaching and i do live stream um videos in our group each week on a different topic very similar to this podcast but um just more in more detail and well it's a paid group coaching group so you just get more from me and um i did our call last night and it was on self-love and it the exact same words came out of my mouth was it is not a destination it is a journey um and it's so synchronicity synchronicities because it it is like guys we have to understand that whatever we're searching for um when it comes to ourself and our own growth it is not a destination it's just part of the journey because like i know this gets a bit deep and this is how or it's a bit (laughs) not bubble wrapped is how i explain this is at the end of the day the only destination we ever have is death like it's when our life journey is complete. Um, So Mm -hmm. everything that goes on that we experience, it is a journey. And I think it's actually quite relieving because I used to think everything was a destination. Like um, once I love love myself more, I'd be happy. So now the destination is to have self-love, to have happiness. Or once I do this, then I'll have self-love and then I'll be happy or whatever it is. And once I realized and learned that it's a journey, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've, this whole time I've just feel like I've been waiting and waiting for something to change and to something to come and help me when it's just all part of the process and everyone is on a different journey. Yeah. And I guess that just, it's like there is no end goal. It's the whole reason why we create goals, right, is once because once we get there, we create a new one. Yeah. But it's like, think like a fitness goal or a weight loss goal, let's like, because that's a very tangible thing. Say if you had like, or like, a budget you had a budget and you're like i'm gonna make 10 grand this month like or i'm gonna save five grand i'm gonna put five grand away once you've reached that you're not just gonna stop are you you're gonna create the next goal and it's the same thing with self-love self-growth self-acceptance um all of that stuff you can't just stop like you're not going to just stop because then you become stagnant and or you even go digress a little bit because it's like well there's still more to learn well tony robbins says um uh, do you know tony robbins massive motivational yeah Yeah, i know most people anyone listening to podcasts or doing self-growth knows tony robbins and he says if you're not not growing you're dying it's like a plant if a plant's not growing it's dying and it's it's how i love all the harsh stuff like to me i don't like things sugar-coated i'm like just tell it how it is and (laughs) yeah just just hit me with it I need the hard truth. Um, And if we're not growing, we're dying. And that's the thing. People are so afraid of growth, but then, and I've been, and I speak because I've been there and you've been there too. We've all been there. We're so afraid of growth, but the ones who don't choose to grow become more unhappy and have more fear and have more challenges, you know, manifest because the challenges are just there to push us out of the comfort zone to grow. So yeah. I can't remember the the point of all that, but I think the whole thing was a point. <laughs> I feel like the whole thing was a point. That was the whole point, yeah. Yeah, so um, I love this. And, and, you know, guys, we wanted to chat today 
more because not of one specific event that's happened in Eloise's life. It's the, it is the journey, but now where you like where you are now, what are some things that you have learned along the way or what's helped you to get to where you are now with your self love and self worth and mindset um, and tied into like, what advice can you give going forward based on your experience? I think that so many times, whether it's in business, whether it's something completely, it's yourself or something else. I think so many times we look for this outside validation and we don't even necessarily realize it, but it's like, say in business, for example, um, you want to hear, you want that testimonial or you want that client feedback or you need that something to get that validation feeling, but you're not always going to get that. Like that's why you have to go inward and be proud of what you've done. It's like people, you know, the reason you work on yourself in terms of your body or your health and fitness. Why are we doing that? Is that to get validation from someone else? You need to find that validation within. If you're searching for it elsewhere, then you're never going to be fulfilled. So it's more about focusing on yourself and how you feel. And I like something that I'm learning so much right now is how important it is to focus on me and to, yeah, like I can't have... I can't rely on anyone else. The only person you can rely on is yourself. Like for unconditional love, we are the only ones. Like even someone, who, it might be a husband or like your boyfriend or um, your dogs or something like that. They're not guaranteed to be there all of the time. The only guarantee you have is yourself. So you need to find that love and that acceptance and that validation from within, not from outside sources, because that's just going to be fleeting. And then it's it's almost like a, a a little dopamine rush or a serotonin rush that you get when someone like it's almost like so. Let's talk social media, for example. It's like when you get that like or when you get that comment, that's like a little serotonin rush. But it doesn't mean anything if it's like you're putting up a photo of yourself and you get all these likes and people commenting saying you're a babe or whatever it is. That might be one thing. But if you don't believe within yourself, that's going to be the smallest little fleeting moment and it means nothing in the long run. So I guess one thing that I've learned and I'm continuing to learning to learn is that I need to focus on me and find that love within and that acceptance within. And it doesn't actually matter what other people think. And I guess the same thing with business is, you know, I was, when I first started, I didn't think that I could be successful because I saw everyone else doing it. And I was like, well, there's so many other people successfully doing it. Why, why is anyone going to come to me? Or they're all going to go to them because they've got more experience or, you know, those sort of things. When it's like, if you have those self doubt, you're just jeopardizing yourself. So you have to work on that stuff every single day. Oh gosh, it's so, we're such complicated. Humans are complicated. (laughs) I know. It's like, we're so complicated. We want the simple answer. There's no simple answer, but it is simple. This is simple. It's just fucking yeah. hard. It's hard. Like it, it is hard. hard to not care about what other people think. And I've gone on the, do you know what? If anyone who's known me know, thinks that I have so much, you know, I do, I have a lot of resilience. I have a tough shell um, and it's taken time to build it up. But 
it, people think that I don't care what other people think. I'm like, I do. I still have people pleasing tendencies. I still need, I uh, feel the need to look a certain way when I show up online and, and all this stuff. And, um, what people have to have to understand and what, you know, we've learned is it's, it's simple meaning like stop caring what other people think, but it's hard. Otherwise we don't Sounds do it. So easy. Yeah. yeah. It's like stop caring, but you just can't turn that off. We've got to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. The reason we care is because there's some sort of insecurity within, but like, that's why it's a journey, right? It's like, it's almost never going to be completely healed. There's going to be things that little things, certain times or a certain comment or, um, that we all have our triggers and something could trigger that again. And like I said, you know, I thought that I had overcome all my self-worth issues back when I was 25. And then I started a business and I was like, holy crap, like I didn't expect this to bring up these issues, like my lack of value for myself, my lack of self-worth. I was like, but, and it, it manifests in a completely different way. And it just shows that, it needs to, you need to work on it all the time. Yeah. And I think from this is because I know we talk about it. Those of us who are listening and like you and myself, we understand like it sounds hectic, but it doesn't overwhelm us because we've already been on the journey. But for those listening and being like, okay, I need this. I need to work on this, but fuck, where do I start? It's so overwhelming. The best place I know um, to start and what helps me is getting, I just think Kim, get curious and what does that mean that means stop whatever you're thinking right now is one story and one belief put take yourself outside of the situation and look as if you're looking in and just get curious on what things mean what you want them to mean how you can like how aware are you going to be um and i just like something else that's helped is don't react um don't react just respond and because I can be very reactional, I'm sure we all can, especially when we're triggered um, and we can react, meaning we get emotional and something that's yeah. helped is just respond, like pause, take a deep breath, absorb all this information and take from it what aligns. And yeah, so what can, have you got anything to add to that? I actually want to add to that because I love that so much the whole, I think sometimes when something happens, we're so quick to react. And then when you're in an emotional fueled space, you react in a way that is probably intensified and is maybe not the best reaction. So that's something that I've learned probably in the last two years. I'm going to use an example of like when I first started and it probably still happens now, but I don't I get affected by it, but I'd get a lot of copycats on Instagram. Like lots of people literally just copying my stuff word for word that I take a lot of time to put in and just copy and pasting captions. And when I first, when that first happened, I would be so emotional by it. I'd be so upset, so angry. Now it does not even faze me, uh, partly because I'm desensitized to it because it happens so much, but two, because I'm like, no, don't react in the moment. Wait till you, like you said, pause, like gather all the information, like, you know, process it all and then react. And you'll find that you don't react so intensely. Like you won't get angry or you won't respond in a way that's going to be and I, I do that with everything, like relationships, you know, I, I'm such a 
processor. Like I'll pause and I'll take in what someone's saying, but it's not till after that I process it all. And then I'm like, okay, what can I learn from this? Where did they go wrong? Where did I go wrong? Or whatever the situation is. I love that. You don't react. Like you want to actually stop and pause before you react. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was, so that, and I think the other thing that you mentioned was awareness. Like yeah. it all starts with awareness. You need to have self-awareness. And I think that the biggest thing for me that has helped me become self-aware is I started seeing an energy healer and she just helped me. So I started about two years ago and now I don't even see her anymore because I feel like I've gotten to a space where I can handle it myself. Like I have the tools, I have the awareness and sure, I, I'll probably have to go back to her one day or I'll, someone else or I'll find something else that's going to that's help me in my next journey or whenever another roadblock comes up. But seeing her had opened up my awareness and now I'm very aware to things. So when I react or when something happens, I'm like, okay, what is this trying to tell me and what can I take from this? Um, so being self-aware is huge and it's when you become self-aware, oh my gosh, you notice the people around you that are not. And yeah. it's really hard to be around people who are self-aware and that's not like a, no, it's not a negative on them. They're just not there yet. They haven't done that growth yet. And it's like when someone, we outgrow people all the time and that's okay. Um, but yeah, awareness is a huge one. Oh, I feel like we could talk all day on it. And it's, it is, it's a start. <laughs> We're doing great. I love our chats. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, self-awareness. It's, it's a, such a topic that makes so much sense, but it's like, how do you get self-aware? All it is is stopping like before our ego and brain wants to think, uh, sorry, speak. And I was a big non-self-aware. Like I was a big ego front. Like I knew everything. Um, I believe, well, I thought I knew everything. Um, I would speak, speak, speak. I'd never listen. But becoming self-aware is having that ability, like working what I call the listening muscle. We have multiple muscles mm -hmm. in our body, by the way. And well, actually, it's a tangent. I talked about this the other day. Um, what was it? It was this, it was like the self love muscle, and you have to go to the self love gym to, to work the muscle. I love that. It's the same as the listening muscle. You got to go to the listening gym, right, and go work that muscle. And the more we listen to others, we actually begin to listen to ourselves too, mm -hmm. and we connect more to our heart and our gut, um, which are other part, you know, other energy centers of our body that connects us more to our awareness so gosh we just yeah, got really spiritual I like it we did we were talking about crystals before so okay. yeah. but sometimes you need someone to facilitate that like I don't know if I would be where I am if I didn't have my energy healer to help facilitate and open that up part yeah. up about me that I'm now able to yeah yeah like I don't know if I would have had that awareness I think that sometimes books podcasts like the more we're informed as well the more we're educating ourselves and working on growth and exposing ourselves to challenging situations or outside of our comfort zone that's going to bring up things and I think what along the topic of awareness is if you find yourself being triggered by things in other people if someone is like you find you yeah, constantly there's a certain person or people and when they do certain things, you're like, oh, I can't stand that. 
maybe step back and have a reflection and be like, oh, maybe the reason I don't like that is because it's mirroring, mirroring something that I do or a trait that I have. And even that is awareness in itself. Like, Oh, that's huge. It's, we've actually, um, you have to check it out too. There is an episode. I'll have to find it because I've done so many now. Um, as one of the unconditional self-love ones. And it's about, yeah, like if we don't, if someone pisses us off, right? And this is a whole huge topic and we probably won't have time to go down the rabbit hole of this one. But if like, if I piss you off with something I do, like, oh my God, Kim is so controlling because that's usually my thing. Um, <laughs> it is, it's not the fact that I'm, oh yeah, I love it about me now. I, I love it. I used to hate it. But if you think I'm, if I'm pissing you off because I'm being so controlling and that's triggering you, you haven't learned to love the controlling side of yourself because you're saying that him being controlling, that's annoying. I would never do that. But deep down, you, we are, you know, we're all the controllers. We're all the sinners. We're all the saints. We're, we're all the awareness. When we have self-awareness, we understand the duality of life. It's not lopsided. Yeah. There's both light and dark, day and night, positive, negative. So maybe exactly. start there. I reckon people start there, guys. Start to find the duality where you feel like there's a problem. What's the problem? There's going to be equal opposite in your life. But, you know, we don't look for the. It's funny. We want self-love and we want people to love us. But where people are loving us, because we kind of, it's almost an expectation. Like, well, I know my best friends are going to love me. So I don't need to search for it there. We go and try and search from it from all the places we think it's missing. And we forget to see where we already have it. And that's the duality. We're supposed to have it missing yeah. from one place and we're supposed to have it in abundance in another. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I'm all fired up. I don't know about you, but I'm like, <gasps> like, let's get on stage. Let's like run a seminar. Look at the info we have. <laughs> See, well, this all just comes from a chat when you're aligned with someone else as yeah. well. It's so good. It's so good. But is there anything, um, I'm just being conscious of um, time, Anyway, what do you have anything you'd love to wrap up with or last pieces of advice or wisdom or love? Um, no, other than just, yeah, just remember that self-love isn't a destination and everyone struggles with that self-doubt, imposter syndrome, self-worth every now and then. You're not alone in it. Like, especially in business, I think it's very confronting because you're doing something that's so new. And a lot of the times, if it's your business, it's your baby. So you're going to put a lot more pressure on yourself. Um, but fuck off what everyone else is doing. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're doing you. Like, honestly, you do you. Focus on that. Um, and, yeah, try and silence the voices that are making you care what other people think because trust me people don't care or think about you as much as you think about yourself like all these things that you're like oh my god I did this and I did that and someone's thinking this about me no one's I almost can guarantee no one's thinking it it's your own your own shit and that's your when you dialogue, need to be like yeah yeah it's your own dialogue and then when you hear that dialogue you can be like that's again awareness being like wait a second what is this trying to tell me and how am I going to unpack this and how am I going to grow from this yeah love it love 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 it well thank you so much babe thank you um for giving your time I'm so glad that I can make this happen and oh I'm inspired I hope this has added me a too. ton of value
I think you're more than welcome. And I feel like there were so many different tangents there of talk, like potential other topics we could talk about. So I guess like if anyone is like, wait, I want to show you more about that. Then we'll do another. We, might have we should to do a series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will. I think we will. Um, and what I will say, um, guys, Eloise is a show, uh, in the show notes. You're going to be able to connect with her on Instagram and see all her stuff. And, you know, if you do, um, I always share this at the end anyway, but take a, take a screenshot and share this, but tag both of us. Don't just tag the baby. You've got this. Tag both of us. Share the love. And I always say, like, how many people do you know right now other than yourself that needs to hear this? Like, yeah. podcasts are shared, by, like, by word of mouth. So. Um, I just know so many women need to hear this just for their own toolbox, just to have it there. You know, I've lost yeah, my words now. Always, I, I love podcasts and every time I listen to a podcast, I'm like, this person needs to hear this. So I'll always send it to them or I'll either, or I'll put it on my stories or something like that. But I'm always like, this is something, even if it's like a short bit, in it I'm like well that person needs to hear that and I love that because it means like we don't know who this is going to connect to and who this is who this message is for yeah uh, which is really cool I know it gives me tingles so yeah. well thank you babe I had so much fun and um we'll definitely get you on again soon awesome thank you so much for having me no worries
This podcast is brought to you by Abundance Club, an exclusive online membership to a 16-week holistic health and mindset coaching program. Abundance Club supports, educates, and empowers its members with their self-love, mental health, happiness, nutrition, and exercise so they can live their healthiest and most abundant life. You can learn more by checking out the website, which is www.abundanceclub.net. Just a reminder to hit subscribe so you are always in the loop when a new episode drops. I am so grateful that I can give you this time and content as you listened in today. And remember to leave a heart-filled review and five sparkly stars if you are listening through iTunes. Or leave your love-filled comments in the comment section below. By this process, you are contributing to the bigger vision and impact of inspiring and helping women just like you to grow their success and their mindset too. Don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so I can give you a shout out on our social media and recognize you for your greatness too.